You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is the 4th of June, 2015. uh, I've said it once on this show, I'm going to say it again. Summer's almost over, kids. Go enjoy it before it's too late. Uh, Again, welcome to Webcology. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, joined by Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And Dave, it's been... um, You know how some weeks are really just dead slow in the the digital marketing world? This week... Is the opposite. <laughs> um, just tons and tons of stuff to talk about, more than we have time for. That's very true. So, what do you, where do you want to start? Let's just jump right in. Well, why don't we start where most where most great things start? Seattle. Um, as we speak, SMX Advanced is wrapping up in uh, Seattle, Washington, and uh, SMX is a search marketing expos are great conferences, but SMX Advanced is the special one. It's the uh, the advanced comp- they don't call it SMX advanced for nothing. It's where the um, seriously hardcore search information is talked about and discussed and understood by all attendees. And from SMX advanced, some uh, some great announcements, some extraordinary announcements. We know now that pandas pending that Google wants to make Penguin constant, that you can cloak via mobile, and that mobile get was bigger than anticipated or reported. Four things that came out of SMX Advance. Yeah. Eh? Any one of them being a huge topic um, in and of itself. Yeah, and you know what? Let's, let's go back in time here just for, for a split second. Back to, I think it was 2008, 2009, and it was at SMX Advanced where um, the page rank bleed or page rank of operation came out where don't put no follow on your own internal links. That, that was the news um, that came out of that one. Um, it definitely is, for even for people who can't attend, it is the show to pay attention to. It's where neat stuff comes out. Um, and this is where you learn that uh, you can cloak, right? I mean, as you, as you mentioned, it's where you learn that's okay to do. 
who who'd have thought who'd have thought that was going to be one of the <laughs> un- unintended consequences of Google's uh, move to mobile, eh? Yeah, indeed. Uh, you know what? We we should we should specify what we mean there, so we don't have a bunch of people going off and uh, and and cloaking. It came out at SMX event, and and Jim, make sure I'm, correct me if I, if I'm wording Go for it. a bit off, but um, it basically came out, and I can't remember who was over uh, over at Google because there was a lot. I was you as we were all paying attention to that was coming out of there. But Google basically came out and said we. We can't tell um, which site you're feeding, so we're basing our mobile rankings um, on your sort of results on um, on the desktop, um, but we can't really tell what you're presenting in mobile. Um, so really, you could be presenting a, a completely different thing in mobile than you are on the desktop, um, which the only logical conclusion from that is oh, I can, I can put – following exactly what they've said, um, I can put something different out on my – on a mobile device than I would be putting out on the desktop. Um, that's called cloaking. Right? And I mean, I, I don't know how, like as long as I've been an SEO and we're going back to like 2000 here, I'm sure Jim, as long as you've been, that was one of the cores that they said not to do. Yeah, <laughs> and now, now they're saying we can't tell. Now for the audience, um, the, and those, those who, you know, weren't around back in the serious cloaking debates back in the, in the early two thousands, um, Cloaking is when you serve up one set of information for the search engine to see, yet the uh, page page user, the page visitor, sees a totally different set of information. It was Gary Ailes, um, who sort of has taken over as the uh, 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 conference representative from, from, from Matt Cutts. Um, it was he who said this. Um, and he wasn't saying that you can cloak, but he was admitting that Google really doesn't know what's on those mobile pages. Right, you know what that... That is a much better way of saying it. We weren't being given the green light from Google. We were be given, being given a we can't tell from Google. Warning. I mean, like, <laughs> understand Google's going to figure this out eventually. And when they do, um, a silicone hammer is going to fall on, on some people's heads, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, heck, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were about to deploy the solution to it and just kind of wanted to see. <laughs> <laughs> that would be sneaky, eh? <laughs> How many people do that? And their sites probably should have been penalized anyway. You know, a bunch of, uh, you know, hardcore black hat affiliate marketers building huge sites about the PGA just to funnel Viagra ads into the, uh, into the mobile version or something. But, uh, well, it, which makes sense given how many golfers, um, you know, you find your target the, demographic. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Indeed. Those guys in front of me on the course, I wish they had Viagra. I so <laughs> wish they had it. Because <laughs> maybe they would have found something better to do than slow down your game. Don't make right. that, don't make that joke, Jim. Don't do it. Don't say it <laughs> on the air. They'll rem- okay, yes, you're right. They would have found something else to do. <laughs> um, so, but you know, one thing that this tells us is how you know we're always looking for little insights into how Google works. Yeah, it's a pretty big one, eh? It, it really is. Uh, and for them, one thing that I find very curious when this came out, and I, I really can't wrap my brain around it, is they launched a major initiative back back in April, uh, a major initiative to mobile without having what I consider to be a fairly key function <laughs> um, sort of hammered down by that point. right? I mean, to, to me, this is a, a massive hole in their capabilities, um, at least as far as mobile. And again, I mean, you called it. I completely agree. This is not going to last long. Um, but to have 
pushed mobile like that and then for it to come out now that they're missing a, a core function that we would have just thought was in there. Uh, this is really a case where maybe sometimes they should keep their mouth shut because we assumed it was in there. <laughs> so I assumed they could do that because it only made sense that they could sort of tell is it the same thing. Um, but I, I can only imagine that they've tried to build that in in the past and then found, hey, there are times where you need to provide a different experience in mobile. There's times where the content is going to change because it's mobile. Um, you don't want to penalize those sites that are working to provide a better experience, and it may involve providing different information into mobile than it does, you know, into uh, into the desktop. Um, but they 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 are definitely going to have to figure something out here, um, and and fast because that's just ripe for abuse. Well, I imagine that's going to come down to topical relevance, um, use of the same phrases in the in the same relative context over and over again. Um, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of tests, but you're right. A mobile, a mobile site is laid out differently, and since they're so heavily localized, um, may have different uh, address or uh, contact information. Yeah. Um, may If it's an e-com site, JCPenney in one community may carry completely different uh, uh, stock than a JCPenney in another community. And that's sort of differentiation between a desktop site and a mobile site is okay. But I guess you cool. know what? We'll understand and, and, that. But Indeed. if you're way off on text and way off on context, topic, and intention, or like like you said, uh, Dave, uh, putting up PGA sites to sell Viagra, that's cloaking, and they're yeah. going to come down on you for that. In, indeed. But in the meantime, my black hat friends, enjoy. I won't be following you down this path <laughs> because it's going to be short-lived, but enjoy it while you can. Indeed. <laughs> Another thing that gave us uh, a whole bunch of great insight into how Google works. Well, it's weird. It's, there's three stories just jumping off the screen at me. One of them um, was the, the confirmation that, yes, there is a Panda update pending. It could come any week now. The, uh, uh, the note that I think it was John Mueller who made this, um, they're trying to make Penguin a regular rolling thing. But the biggie, the one that I, that I, I, I really enjoy, because it and our, our previous story prove an argument I've been having with a couple other prominent SEOs. It's proof on my side, of course. <laughs> Mobile Geddon was bigger than anticipated or reported. And it, and it affected desktop. That was the crux of the argument I was having and, with Well, and isn't that so. interesting? And uh, you know what? I, I think all of us kind of, well, with, with some experience, you know, and because and I think those SEOs who've been around long enough to see where you can't tweak, you know, Google can't with, with so many functions in their algorithm. They can't tweak something over in, in one area without it having a cascading effect over into another area. They could even try, but they they can't do it. Uh, I did think because they were going with uh, a new index in this case, and I think that was their effort to do it. Um, I think they were trying to, trying to create that that environment. Um, but I think where they, they may have gone wrong, well, wrong, I mean, we can decide for ourselves and, and everybody will what whether this was, was good or bad or whether you should actually reward sites that were paying attention over on the desktop. But um, where things might have gone a bit awry is rather than creating two unique algorithms and two unique indexes, they were creating two unique indexes with one algorithm. That algorithm probably needed to be tweaked to deal with the mobile index. Like I can only imagine. And those tweaks had a cascading effect over onto the desktop. And that's well, what I'm guessing yeah, is... is uh, I, that, that, I think that, that those are legitimate, legitimate factors, but there's one big overarching one that nobody seemed to remember. What's that? Google keeps 
a strict dossier, a strict file on every URL in its index. Every website and every page inside of every website, every YouTube video, anything that is inside Google's index has an attendant file of everything that's ever happened to or around that page. So links come into that page from other websites, right? Yep. Those links have a value uh, to use Google's simplistic uh, 1 to 10 measure. They have a value from 1 to 10. Could be a 9, could be a 5, could be a 3, whatever, right? Yep. When Google, not, I don't want to use the word impose, but when Google introduced the uh, mobile algorithm to that separated set of domains, um, many of which were also, are also in the desktop, directory, mm-hmm. Google's impression of any one of the URLs it found in the mobile directory would have shifted and changed, thus changing the scores in that file attached to those pages, Right. all of which linked to desktop or are, are part of its evaluation of the desktop site as well, thus affecting the entire Google universe. It has to work that way. That's it the way does. Google works. So there has to be spillover. It can't. They can't be isolated from each other. And the the question I I would pose to you: Should they even be? No. No. Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, but so, could, I mean, uh, I, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna, I was going to say I, I can see how they have the different directories because they are remarkably different environments. Um, and what works on desktop search for the user might not be as useful for how people use their mobile devices. Right. Uh, the majority, and, and, and I mean, Google, as much as it tries to personalize and does an, an amazing job of personalizing, still has to react to the common behavior. So 85% of users do X, Y, and Z, so Google will, you know, perform towards the, X, the wants of X, Y, and Z. If most people are using their phone to walk around shopping while using their desktop to do in, informational searches... Well, naturally, Google's going to present you know um, a different page under the same keyword terms, under the same search query, because the users are seeking a different experience. So they got to be separate. That's 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 my argument for that. But but they still affect each other because they share the same um, URL dossiers, and that's where the scoring is kept. So you know what? Link, I, I uh, sorry. Well, I was going to say so. The link from page A will be scored. You know again on this stupid, simple 1 to 10 score, uh, will be scored a 9 one day and an 8.5 the next. That is a ripple effect. It, well, of course it does. And I think this is important for, for our friends joining us who, who might be newer um, into the industry, you know, into, into following these sorts of algorithms. No, I mean, you know, anybody in the last, say, year or two, although it's been a hectic couple years, so you might have picked this up by now. I mean, I, I think this exactly is, is a great... Um, introductory example or salient example um, of the fact that you cannot um, treat any two areas of SEO as unique in and of themselves as something independent of the other areas. You can't treat content different than links, different than social, right? Like you cannot treat these things differently. Um, You cannot treat mobile different than than desktop and Google can't adjust an area in in one thing. You know, they can't launch a, a a penguin update and have it only impact 
you know, the, the, the subsets of, of penguin, you know, content and, and those sorts of things. They can't. It's going to have a rippling effect over into link weight passing. It's going to have a rippling effect of internal link structures. Um, so I think this, I mean, because it's, it's great when you've got data and it's even more fun when you've got bar graphs over at Stone Temple Consulting. I'm sure you're looking at or you're seeing the same one I have. Um, mm-hmm. When it's just absolutely clear that, yep, they're trying to do one thing. It ne- by necessity has to impact other areas. And I think if you can pick up one lesson today, um, I, I think that's a that's a great lesson to to carry with you into every time Google's announcing or about to do anything. I can guarantee you, somewhere in a coffee shop in the American Southwest, there's a person wagging her finger at us right now. Guarantee ya. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. On that, it's about it's. Uh, we've been, we've been doing this for about twenty minutes now. It's a good time to take a break uh, before we go into our second segment. We're going to be talking about uh, more about uh, mobile getting. But more importantly, we know there's a Panda update or a Panda refresh coming soon, which is almost always followed by penguins. So we're going to talk about being Panda friendly. But first, we've got to talk about being consumer friendly. So listen to these announcements, and we'll be back after them. On behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Listen to Web College and WebmasterRadio.fm. Stick around. I'm going to teach you how to cook with bamboo after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've okay. read their SEO code of ethics. <laughs> so you know their SEO uh-huh. experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at Bruce Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. 
Reinventing keyword research, simplifying campaign optimization, redefining competitive analysis. SpyFu brings you an entirely new way to find the most profitable keywords for your SEO and PPC campaigns. New tools, new data, and a brand new look. We've streamlined SpyFu so that you can optimize your search engine marketing more efficiently, more accurately, and more intuitively. Visit SpyFu.com. That's S-P-Y-F-U.com. And start downloading your competitors' keywords now. Try it free. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It's uh, the 4th of June, 2015. So are you got you um, to let you all know, the uh, production studio is on the road this week, and... Uh, so I understand that that some of you could hear me during the last commercial break. Um, that's always fun. <laughs> anyway, one of the things that came out of SMX Advanced, terribly interesting thing, Google wants to, uh, or has, has announced that in the uh, coming days or weeks, we're going to see a uh, Panda refresh. That's kind of refreshing, eh? Yeah, no, it definitely is. Um, these, these things are always exciting to those of us in in search, right? When you when you have the big, um, well, there's the, the the big ones now. It used to be, you know, what I'm starting to liken these, although they're a little less frequent and and not quite as predictable. Um, to to back in the old days, back when we, uh, you know, used to be dealing with with Google dances, right? And you could you could predict what was what was going to happen, and you could you could sort of see it all all coming in. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it hits that, and now we get a get a chance to see it. Um, the the thing that I do like about these ones a little more than the old days with the with the Google Dance is uh, we know what they're called, and we can predict them a little better what they're going to hit. Um, yeah. And there's a bunch of interesting articles out now. I'm sure you've you've seen a few of them. How to survive Google's pending Panda update and this this that and the other thing. Although I find it funny because it's coming out you know as they come out. Um, you know they they sort of. Hit a, hit an odd sort of scenario where it's like by the time you would be reading it, it's too late. But it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> by the time you hear that the update is about to roll out, good luck to you. But, but for what it's worth, there will be more refreshes and more updates, and we'll learn more from this update as well. But um, it's never too late to start practicing good advice, eh? Well, no, that's very, very true. Um, and I think it is an opportunity, you know, sometimes it sucks, right? Like sometimes, you know, you need to pull off a bandaid and you need to be told your kids are ugly, right? Like these things can be hard, um, but understanding what's going on. And it's one of the things that I really like about knowing which updates, whether it's Panda, whether it's Penguin, and and, and they are telling us a, a little bit more now when they're giving us those names. Um, and when we can see, did we go what did we go down? Which pages won? Which pages gained? Especially if you are an SEO and you have multiple sites to look at, like you or I do. Um, if you only have one or two, it's you know a little more painful because you can't you can't look at multiple things. But um, you know, in which case you just got to read, you know, for and and, uh, and listen to some great radio where we'll, we'll cover these things after <laughs> the updates. But um, you know, it does give us a chance. You know, we know we know um, Panda's coming. It might. It might hurt a little bit from time to time because we'll see things and, you know, things may drop, things may go up. And that's obviously not the painful one except for the person that you went up and replaced. Um, but knowing what they are does give us that opportunity to at least know where to look, right? If you okay. see things go down, if you see things go up, you know how to analyze what's going on with your site. Um, and that's, I, I think, a big win for us. Panda updates are all about quality, the quality of a website. 
But, yeah. um, you know, users got to ask themselves, what does that mean exactly? Um, everyone immediately equates it with content. Is it quality content? Is it good content? Well, that's a factor. But there's more to quality website than just content. Although, I mean, it, <laughs> content is ex- so extremely important. Um, but again, um, the p- penguin or p- the middle middle panda is looking at more than just uh, uh, just the content on page. Dave, when when you're thinking about panda um, beyond content, what's the first thing you think of? Um, you know, I generally think of users, like user experience, page layout, things like that. Um, you know, that's that's my first go to, um, and, and it's 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 great. I mean, you hit one of those one of those spots where even if this pan or um, yeah panda doesn't you know, look at those factors any deeper than, than previous ones do. Hey, if I'm looking to users and their patterns and making sure that any ads that might be appearing on the page are, are you know, conforming to what Google's guidelines are and that I'm providing a good experience for the user. My worst case scenario is it doesn't gain me rankings right now in the next Panda refresh, but my user experience is better. <laughs> so, well, indeed. So that will help a number of other factors that... Exactly. Um, that actually Google looks at on a day-to-day basis, but are also part of their quality assessments. You know, how much time are people spending on the on the exact piece of content? And what are they doing thereafter? Exactly. And now, uh, rumors are out, and, and I'll be interested just in your take um, on this. I, I, I believe it was probably about a month ago anyways, one of the folks over at Google said, we don't take your, your analytics um, and, and bounce rates into consideration when we look at, at whether a, a site is working or not, um, you know, whether, whether we should rank it or not. I, I personally um, don't believe them. I do think it, it, it makes perfect sense as a quality signal. I don't think I'm getting Google Analytics is going to be the, the catalyst to your, to your downward fall if your experience is bad. I think it's Google knows when people are at Google. Google knows when people are back at Google. Google knows when people clicked your site. Right? They know all these things, so why wouldn't you put that in there right? and go, okay, they clicked on this link and they were back 20 seconds later. That obviously didn't work out for them. Um, so they, they've said no. What, what do you think? I, I, I uh, have to think that's part of the quality scores. I I didn't read this piece. I'd like to know the context in which they said that because I'm um, that runs contrary to what I believe. Like right. Google does look at user behavior on site and try to suss out whether that information was useful to said user or not. The, 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 how can they not be doing that? Um, they've they, they've said over and over again in years past that they did, and it makes great sense. Yeah. Now, maybe they're not using your analytics, but I, 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 I can't imagine they're not using their own. You know, and, and I'll, you know, on the next commercial break, I will dig up that piece. I'll forward it to you, Jim, and we can just make sure I, uh, you know, I'm, you know, we don't want to steer people on, on the wrong path. And I'll, I'll make sure that I, I give it a little review, make sure we're not passing anything wrong. That's how I remember it. It was a month ago, but you know what? It's been a big month, so... <laughs> Indeed, and I, I would love to see it. I, like, that's a stunning admission on Google's part, and it runs contrary to how most of my you? career I've understood how Google works, <laughs> you know? Fortunately, um, you know what? Even if it did work out that way, again, it's just one of those things where you'd be looking going, hey, I've got a high bounce rate. Address it, even if it doesn't impact <laughs> search. Yeah. Yeah, you know, anyway. yeah, important to note, sometimes it doesn't matter what Google thinks. It's about the users. Like the, Those are the people who are spending the money on your client's website, buying, buying your client's service or buying your service or, 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 or products. Yeah. So their, uh, their experience is um, 
should be primary over Google's experience. Oh yeah, I know. And I, uh, it's um, hard to say that, isn't it? First, one of the first user experiences. Yeah, it is the first thing I look at as well. So I'm going to say one of the second things I look at, and it's kind of hidden. Okay, this is you mightn't think about this. We know that Google values uh, really swift load time. The number of reasons, resources. Um, it's easier for them to spider. Um, easier for them to like you know fetch each document in the site. Better for mobile, etc. Alan Blywife in a uh, in one of his really cool epic rants hit on this <laughs> earlier on a Facebook rant, and we don't talk about this often enough. And it's not it is not a direct factor in the algorithm itself. Okay. But but it does it does have an important uh, an important uh, uh, effect on Google, WC three compliance. Does this page and, and more importantly the CSS in the page, does it comply to W three uh, standards? Not because W three standards are the gospel, but if you meet their standards, your page is probably loading hassle free and quickly. <laughs> it's funny you say that. You know what? I I had actually seen that years back. I went through the painstaking effort uh, of bringing our site into W3C compliance. If you've done that, awesome. That's a lot of hard work. Try WAI after that one. That's a little, that's a gem. I'm sure Alan's well familiar with that one. That's take W3C and then pull a couple more of your teeth out and try to do that one without an overtain. Um, but you're, he's he's spot on, I think, from, from any, it's, it's not that being able, you know, being W3C compliant works, it's that all that work you just had to do <laughs> just made everything else easier for the bots and, and humans. Indeed. Like, so it's not like Google is actually running uh, validation tests on your site itself as part of its algorithmic function. It's not. But all, as you just said, Dave, all that work you've done has just improved your site and, it's, and um, the way it feeds information to, uh, to the bots to such a what to such a degree that they're 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 going through it like a knife through butter, which is which is you know kind of what Google has ultimately said. This is what we really want. Yeah. So that's something I check all the time because like there's off well, even the best sites will probably you'll probably find something there. Oh, for sure. I would be shocked if you have never run. A, uh, a W3C compliance test before, and it just magically happens to be, I, I've yet to see it, but I would be absolutely shocked if there was one site on the web that complies, that wasn't built to comply. Yeah, and, <laughs> like, and Let's remember, um, well, I, I don't know the exact stat, but I'm pretty sure it's like approaching 50% of websites are uh, WordPress sites now, eh? Yeah. They're not I'm necessarily compliant. No. <laughs> yeah, and that's a whole other kettle of fish to uh, to try and deal with. There, I know I, I've looked at our compliance, and it's like ah, I can I can do some of that. <laughs> yep. But um, you know, and the fact is, even in WordPress, you can or Joomla or Drupal or, or whatever you can. It's just different. <laughs> it's it's going to be a, a very very different thing um, to to try and pull that in, and and you're going to need to dig deep in your in your coding, but. I mean, anyway, we won't we won't cover that. <laughs> okay, but, you know that that is that is something I look at. Um, that also gives me a good indication of the you know amount of care that the original webmaster put into the uh, website. Um, what's the next thing? Okay, you, you did one. I 
completed one your turn. What's the next thing you would look at? Thinking about you know um, getting ready for a uh, for this or the or the next panda update. Um, you know, I've I've got to go with um, with content. Um, like I, I just do, but not, not from the context of, as we normally think about content, right? Like you need to have it just always on the page. Cause we, we've talked about that, you know, nice, good. You've, you've got some good copy, you know, you've, it reads well. It's, you know, got your keywords where they placed and synonyms and, you know, it's, it's relevant copy and well-written, blah, blah, blah. Um, I only say blah, blah. It's important, but we all know that already. Um, but what is the layout of that content? How have you marked up that content? Are you using schema in that content? Are you using your heading tags proper in that content? Um, you know, are you positioning it properly with relevant images onto the page? Are you creating a, a stickiness to that content, which is also interestingly going to happen have or uh, affect you as well when the penguin update comes because if you've made good, good content it's going to be shared but <laughs> you know and i'm referring mm-hmm. to the to the link side there some good relevant uh good relevant links but um i, I think to me in at this stage of the game more than just having that copy there you know you and i both remember the day the great days when just having it there that was that was enough <laughs> it just slap up some pages tweak some meta keyword tags or whatever and, and you were good to go um but i look I, I i look to the layout of this this content on the page how is it how is it engaged with dump crazy egg on there you know actually take a peek at with this layout how is the engagement to various sections of your page um, and of course just the the standard markup are you using your heading tags right i mean we can go back to w3c you know there or just go with you know understand that you know your your heading tags and um and your markup you have to treat it a bit like a book right you've got titles you've got chapters but you don't have chapter four before chapter two and you don't have a subsection of chapter five you know in chapter like it it all needs to be laid out and and structured properly um, in a way that google can easily understand what the different sections of your page are about do that right um, and, and now you're you're going you're basically laying it out for Google how your page content reads, what it's about. Um, so now they'll know how to score it when they come in with a with an update. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, my next tip is going to sound kind of weak, but it's important. Okay, like this is uh, this is stuff Google looks at, and often people overlook when building the site. <coughs> Excuse me. It's all about user experience. So how are you guiding the user to your products, either either being sold on, on your page or on the web itself, or to your store, to your shop, to uh, uh, the physical place they can, they can purchase it? Are you making it easy for them to contact you? Um, right. Are, is there a map up that makes it easy to get to your store? These are little things that... Google actually considers when considering if you've um, if you're building a good user experience or not. Do we know that's in the pen, in the panda uh, algorithm? Absolutely not. I have no idea. But I do know that um, <laughs> pages like that tend tend to be promoted. Well, and doesn't that make sense? And especially like let's look at. Um, you know, localization and, and a lot of us, you know, mm-hmm. are, are in localized sets and you look at localization and go, you know, pizza, Victoria, BC, is Google going to give uh, a bonus to a site that's going to let me either order or, you know, to, to your point that has the phone number right on the page that has a contact us, you know, right on the page. Well, of course they are. Clearly I'm looking for pizza, <laughs> right? I, I want to call and I want to get some 
pizza. Um, you know, I don't want the history of pizza from Wikipedia. So, um, you know, I, I think it's it's a really good point. And you're right. Who knows? Is that part of a panda? Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> what matters is it's a good idea to do it again. And and how often do we come back to this through this conversation? If no, if not for anybody else, for your visitors, do them mm-hmm. the favor. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that uh, you know, just just looking at the composition of a panda, they're not the fittest bears on the planet. There, you know. <laughs> They're pretty lazy, in fact. So if you make life easy for a panda, a panda will be nice to you. <laughs> that's a great, great way to word it, Jim. Thanks. That's, uh, <laughs> that's why Webmaster Radio pays me the big bucks, right? <laughs> um, okay. Um, uh, the, 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 where was it? Where was it? I, had, I had this great comment after this. Oh, yeah. You, you, uh, you actually still phone, like, call for pizzas? I've been so <laughs> spoiled by the internet that... Um, if it doesn't have an online order form, I'm not ordering it. I don't want to talk to somebody on the other end. <laughs> Pesky human beings. People are the worst. No, they uh, was wrong, too. <laughs> At least with it online, uh, you, you can prove it. Hey, here's what I, uh, here's what I got. Um, yeah, you know, I, 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 I suppose I do. You know what? There's, there's a piece. I, I won't, you know, flag them and, and give them some, some you know, free advertising here. But uh, there's one that. They keep track, and so I could basically call and go, what did I order last time? Yeah, that. <laughs> it's, so, it's actually easier to just call and get it done because you go, here's my phone number. They have it automatically flagged. When I call, They my account comes up on their computer. Uh, so I'm like, that thing I ordered last time, I'll have that. <laughs> well, see, you, you live in beautiful, loving, hippie Victoria while I live in harsh, judgmental Toronto, like Calvinist Toronto. Um. <laughs> And I'm afraid when I call the pizza company, they're going to go, what, you again? Get healthy, buddy. <laughs> go no, for a not, run. You're not putting a vegetable on it again? <laughs> okay. We, 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 we really should get back to tech. Um, All right. What follows – okay, beyond panda poop, what <laughs> logically follows a panda? Uh, you know what? Uh, she, uh, I'll say – it's funny that it would logically follow a panda. Um, you say it does. Christine say it does or says it does. And she just mentioned this to me this morning. So she's going to go, see, Jim said it too. And I'm right. And I'm, I'm sort of going, I get that historically it has, but they're, they're trying to roll it in. So we'll see how this goes now. Uh, but penguins, that's got to be who you're talking about. We've got to be talking about penguin. And you're right. You, you are absolutely right. Google is trying to make penguin live time, trying to make it ever flux, and which – I'm surprised, you know, uh, I think we're all surprised it isn't already, right? And then and the, the time between link evaluation updates is just killing some people. I mean, it's just terrible. Yeah. Um, and Smarty wrote a, wrote a piece at the SEM Post today about the ethics of Penguin. Um, others have touched on it as well. Anyway, the, the, the point to talking about all that is that we got to go to break. And I want to talk about Penguin coming back from break because it just seemed logical because one tends to follow the other. You know, well tends played, to, Jim. doesn't guarantee. <laughs> if, if that makes you happy, sir. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but all of that, all of that, forget all of that. We, what I'm trying to say is we got to go to break here at Webcology. So, friends, it is the 4th of June, 2015. On behalf of Dave Davies from Beats Talking to Dead Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Listen to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. Stick around. Coming back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. 
Creating a website is not an easy task, and there are so many companies to choose from. How do I know which one is best? It's a big jump making your site mobile-friendly, generating sales, and answering questions with no struggles. If you want to come out on top, you need Frog on Top. At Frog on Top, we take the time to make your site generate money, not just look good. Our team of experts are WordPress savvy, and our customer service is leaps ahead. See why we say our websites are designed better by leaps and bounds by going to frogontop.com. Frog on Top, your one-stop solution for the web. Frogontop.com. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It's, uh... Quarter to the top of the hour on the 4th of June, 2015. And uh, we seem to be having technical difficulties, but I think we're on the air right now. <laughs> we are. We are. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. we were, um, First of all, I misspoke. It was Christine Schackinger who wrote the ethics of, uh, of Penguin uh, Peace. I think I must have, uh, just before we went on air, I, I looked at my Facebook feed and must have promoted the uh, the article. But it was Christine who wrote it. And she's got a point. Uh, think of all those people. Did. I mean, you, you, you must know some of them as, as clients who got steamrolled by, Pe- by Penguin. Mm-hmm. And there's so nothing that can be done about it, except you, you, know, you work on the problem. But it doesn't solve until the next refresh. Yeah, um, it's heartbreaking because, like, we went. What was it? Like, uh, thirteen months at one point between refreshes. Yeah. So, like, um, I mean, just do the math, friends at home. Like, a business was on doing well on Google, then suddenly it wasn't. Now. Maybe they got there through nefarious means. Maybe they didn't. Um, the very first penguin rolled with a very big brush and <laughs> swept up some uh, swept up some sites that you know didn't really do anything wrong or wasn't weren't using dodgy tactics. Um, so I mean, just think about that. Like, you're gone for a year. You're in the penalty box for a year um, for an online business that uh, 
well, death, really. Yeah. Well, I know. And, and you know what? It, it's, it's one of those cases where for I think a lot of people, and, and you know, I guess it was kind of good for us as SEOs because you get calls from people. <laughs> now they need somebody to fix their problem. Unfortunately, you're also saying, I don't know why it's been eight months, nine months, ten months. I promise it's coming 11 months. Right? Like, you get to win and then you get to lose later when, when, it, uh, when it takes that long. Uh, but I, I think it was – I mean talking about the ethics of it does make a lot of sense because in a lot of cases, these business owners didn't really know. And yes, you still deserve a, a slap on the wrist. But I, I liken it a little more to, hey, you're whatever, 18 years old, drinking age here is 19 for my American listeners here. And, and you end up getting, uh, getting busted. You know, there was, a, there was a, a beer in your room. But you didn't put that beard there. Your buddy did, and he, he stashed it in your room, and you didn't know it uh, at a sleepover. Okay, yeah, I'm your parent. You know, We're going to have to have a little talk about this, and there may be a little penalty for it. But I'm not going to ground you for 13 months for your friend. <laughs> like These are business owners who didn't always have full control, and a lot of them didn't. We were talking to didn't even know what they were doing was wrong, had no real means of knowing what they were doing was wrong. They just trusted some guy. Um, and, and then... You know, then they, then they get a, a penalty. Hey, fair enough. You deserve a, a bit of a kick in the butt. You needed it because that's how you're going to fix your problem. But you don't ground that person for 13 months. <laughs> and and it, I don't know if Google intended to or not. Again, this is sometimes the law of unintended con- unintended consequences affects Google and uh, Google users for sure. Be they searchers or businesses uh, list. On, listed through Google, but like, uh, but okay, the, the point articles like the one Christine wrote on the ethics of, of Penguin are actually, I think, really useful because how else are we supposed to communicate with Google? Right. It's not like Google doesn't care about that small business, they do, but they have a much bigger scope of concern, right? Um, but again, it's not like it's not like Google is heartless, they know that people's businesses and lives are getting screwed up and they they're not in the business of screwing up other people unless of course those other people are apple um, <laughs> um but but honestly google is not in the business of screwing over webmasters it just seems that way sometimes um so one of the things google is trying to do and, and they and, and they have to do it is to move penguin into the realm of what we call everflux where you know penguin it's just link evaluation is always running in the background based on um, I, I, I'm not going to say new because it's about a, two and a half years old but based on the Penguin uh, uh, add-ons to the algo bolt-ons uh, rather than the, the, the old link evaluation that had been running regularly until Penguin 1 was introduced mm-hmm. that makes sense right? yeah it was a mouthful um so, but here's my question, Dave. Uh, question, a, a question that, that, that I, I don't know the answer to. Um, huge gap between uh, Penguin 1 and Penguin 1.5 or Penguin 2 or whatever the heck you want to call it. Yeah. S- slightly smaller gap between Penguin 2 and the, the next iteration. Yep. And again, slightly smaller gap between, the, I, I believe, the last Penguin ran back in November. Some, yep. Summer, October, November. And so here we are now, yeah. Um. In those times, we have to assume that Google was wrinkling out uh, seams, problems, bugs, and issues. Yeah. 
what do you, and I, I'm asking an impossible question, I apologize, but I, I want to leave the question hanging anyway. What do you think they got to do to make this Everflux? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a great question. Um, I mean, I'm almost, and, and I'm sure you are too, and, and so are all our listeners. There isn't really an answer to that that we would know. I mean, they've got, you know, 10,000 uh, doctorates of computer science working on these problems. I don't think I'm going to be the one to come in and go, hey, here's, here's your solution, guys. Um, but one of the things that kind of sits in the back of my mind and, and kind of irks me is if you're having a problem with your algorithm right now, um, how is it that you can go such large gaps? Like if you're going, this is a problem with our algorithm, how can you not just deploy them frequently as soon as you get a 0.1% improvement? I understand there's more to it than that. Don't get me wrong. But, <laughs> um, you know, you can't just flick the switch and go, hey, we can tell right away it's at a 0.2% improvement. You need to test these things. And then they may very well be. Um, but with the infrequency of these things going out, even though there's a slor- shorter duration, we're still talking months here. Remember, like, it seemed like a long time between Google Dances back when you had to wait for those things. And they were like six weeks. Yeah. Um, you know, that that was a long one, right? Like, I remember one went to seven and we were in chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, I mean, that, that they're rolling them out so infrequently and they're so important and they're, they're you know, having obviously some, some issues with them um, makes me really wonder how it can be that infrequent when there are some, some clear issues with them. Um, but, again, I mean, you, you called it before we, we started answering this question is there are very, very smart people working on this problem. They probably know a lot more about problems than I I do. I'm not pretending to, to be that. My job is just to go, and so is yours and most of our listeners. Uh huh. That's. I mean, this is the world we're living in. That we got to deal with. I look forward to the day when it's ever flux. Well, though I'm, I'm uh, to, to build on your point. I'm sure that we, that there's a lot of webmasters out there who could be excused for thinking that ten thousand monkeys might might bang this out faster, right? <laughs> um, I mean, the way I figure it, Google, and you got a really good point. Like. Even if Google can't fix the overall problem, they might be able to mitigate some of the damage. Right. You know, and that's like that's that's an important point. I don't know why they didn't. I mean, I speculate because doing so might screw stuff up even more. You know, they needed to be sure. That would be my guess. Like, I got no idea. Oh, you're you're totally totally right. Now, you know what? I'm going to take us because I know we just got a few minutes left, and I, this is a really really interesting piece. It's worth noting, yeah. um, and it came over from uh, your good friend of mine, uh, Ms. Jennifer Slag, over on the SEM Post, and it's on the topic of links, and I, I think it's worth noting. Um, John Mueller in uh, in one of his his hangouts um, was was chit chatting, and he was asked what I think is a good question, um, and and Jen's take on it was was equally good. Now he was asked the question basically: if your brand is mentioned um, on a web page, but it's not linked to, does this count as a link to your website? Good question. Um, John's response was interesting. He said, Google does not regard it as a primary ranking factor. Now, Jen caught that, and you and I are, we've listened to Google enough to, <laughs> to know exactly how she caught it and that she caught it. It is not a primary ranking factor. Um, and I know here we were chatting about it and going, okay, we need to stop viewing things as links per se and start looking at external factors versus internal factors and, and start bucketing them like that. Um, but at the end of the day, what the conclusion here is, is that having a brand mention on a website, even without a link, is a factor. Not as valuable as a link, but it is a factor. Um, I find that interesting. 
Um, I'm sure you do too. And we were on the subject of links. I think this is going to start changing the way we have to look at link building and, and more importantly, start looking at external signal improvements as opposed to just calling it link building. And I, I think this is sort of the start of where that, uh, where that, that goes from. You know the can of worms that could be opened by this is phenomenal. Eh? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually scared to say what first came to my mind here. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you, Jim. My spider senses started tingling, too, and I was like, all right. <laughs> you know, like, I wish I had more test sites that I could just mm-hmm. afraid, you know, be willing to burn to the ground. But um, and, you know, a few phone calls to, his, uh, to some bot manufacturers. But um, anyway... Moreover, <laughs> moreover, open question: what, what, what exactly does it affect? Like a uh, homepage, landing uh, homepage, other page. Uh, what page of the say that's like a J Crew sweater? Well, does that specific sweaters page get promoted, or like um, the homepage for J Crew? Well, what and that's a good. Mean? That's that's a great question. Does it affect? It does it something that affects page rank to to your effect or does it affect trust rank right where the entire domain would sort of benefit from these mentions um and can google tell sweaters were mentioned so it should be more on the page rank side than the brand was mentioned should be more on the trust rank side it's gonna be interesting i mean that's obviously why it's not a primary factor at this point there's a lot of bugs to work out here but i find it interesting that at this stage of the game it is obviously a factor that, that blends in okay we're down to 30 seconds last thing we can mention is and this is kind of nice at SMX Advanced, um, before uh, the big talk between Google and Danny Sullivan, SMX team got together a video retrospective of Matt Cutts. Matt had always been the guy talking to, uh, the, talking to the search world and talking to SMX Advanced. He's no longer that guy. It's now Gary Illis. But it just you know worth noting, they got this retrospective together. You can see that up at Search Engine Roundtable today. And uh, I think we're out of here. So... On behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, it's Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. It's the 4th of June, 2015. Enjoy the sunshine while you got it, friends, because winter is always coming. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. of webmasterradio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program as well as our complete library of programs on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm.
The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.